welcome back to The Wise Man's Page, the daily podcast where we read Patrick Rothfuss's The Wise Man's Fear, page by page. This is page 776. Vashet tapped Selian on the shoulder twice. Caution. Quoth, on the other hand, is new to the Catan and has much to learn, but he is stronger than you and taller with a better reach. He also possesses a barbarian's cunning. I looked at Vashet, unsure whether she was poking fun at me or not. Also, Vashet continued to Selian, you will very likely have your mother's height when you are grown, so you should practice fighting those larger than yourself. Attend. Lastly, he is new to our language, and for this you will not mock him. The girl nodded. I noticed Vashet hadn't specified I couldn't be mocked for other reasons. Vashet straightened and spoke formally. Nothing with the intention to injure. She held up fingers marking the rules she had taught me when we started hand fighting. You may strike hard, but not viciously. Be careful of the head and neck, and nothing at all toward the eyes. You are each responsible for the other's safety. If one of you gains a solid submission against the other, do not attempt to break it. Signal fairly and count it at the end of the bout. I know this, Slian said, irritation. It bears repeating, Vashet said, stern rebuke. Losing a fight is forgivable. Losing your temper is not. This is why I have brought you here instead of some little boy. Did I choose wrongly? Selian looked down. Apologetic regret, embarrassed acceptance. Vashet addressed us both. Injuring another through carelessness is not of the Lathani. I couldn't see how my beating up a ten-year-old girl was of the Lathani either, but I knew better than to say so. And with that, Vashet left us alone, walking to a stone bench some forty feet away, where another woman in mercenary reds was sitting. Selian made a complicated gesture I didn't recognize toward Vashet's back. Then the young girl turned to face me, looking me up and down. You are the first barbarian I have fought, she said after a long moment. Are you all red? She lifted her hand to her own hair to clarify her meaning. I shook my head. Not many of us. She hesitated then reached out her hand. Can I touch it? I almost smiled at this, but caught myself. I ducked my head a bit and bent down so she could reach. Selian ran her hand through my hair, then rubbed some between her thumb and forefinger. It's soft, she gave a little laugh, but it looks like metal. That's the page. I'm Jeremy. I'm Jordana. Oh, I just, I really like the interaction uh, where... Selena is like behaving perfectly like a child, right? That kind of oh like, yes, <laughs> I know this. Come on, let's do the thing. <laughs> Vash is like, yeah, you know. Oh yeah, well, would you rather I brought a boy here instead of you? No, sorry. <laughs> <sighs> what I think is really sort of funny about that interaction is it's also like the uh, Vashet's Vashet's response to Celine um, had exactly what you as an adult expect the response to be from a child. Mm-hmm. Um, like she said that assuming uh, and correctly in this case that Celine would be like, Oh yeah, I guess no. And I want, I want the thing. Um, but I feel like that only works like 50% of the time. <laughs> well, cause some kids are just going to say the thing you weren't expecting to spite you. Not because it's true. No, I don't care. I want to die. This sucks. <laughs> Some people's children. <laughs> That's right. Some mothers do have them. Uh, 
but that also tells us that she's like being a little bit sexist in her choice, right? She's like, I brought Indeed. a girl to fight both because a girl is less likely to lose her temper, as far as I'm concerned. I'm also wondering why is it important that they not lose their temper? Because then you're going to do something dangerous in the fight. Yeah, but I mean, Quoth is a boy and therefore just as likely to lose his temper, is he not? Based right. on her No, because he's older and more mature. Oh, I see your point. Okay, fine. Right? Which is kind of a backhanded compliment to Quoth, right? He's about as emotionally mature as a 10-year-old girl, according to Vachette. I mean, it depends on the 10-year-old. <laughs> like, mm. I have met some very mature 10-year-olds and some very immature teenagers. Say maturity is a, is a sliding scale that doesn't always have to do with age. Indeed, indeed. Do you think Vachette is making fun of Quoth when she says he possesses a barbarian's cunning? No, I think that she is directly referencing that because he has experience outside of Ademra, experience that uh, probably a lot of other Adem don't get until they take the red and leave. She's she's warning Celine that like this guy might do something that you don't expect because he's not one of us. He doesn't do all the things that we do. Hmm. Like he he will think differently and he will act in a way you don't expect because you you are expecting what you are used to and what you are used to are the other Adem. Hmm. So I don't think she's making fun of him. What do you think? I think she is. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm glad we could have this chat. <laughs> I mean, I think she's doing both though. I think you're like I think she is. She's also making kind of a xenophobic joke, right? She's saying like barbarians who are not real people, unlike the Adem. They are possessed of a certain animal cunning, which he will attempt to use against you, right? That's sort. That's basically what she's saying. Like he's going to be sneaky and wily and like unfair, and you know maybe a little like nasty because that's what a barbarian would be like. But I think she's also like, I think she is also poking fun at him a little bit. I think she knows that he is going to be wondering if she's making fun of him. So I think she is. Mm -hmm. They also, uh, so she's also, uh, sorry. So Celine at the end of the page um, is curious about Quoth because he's a barbarian. Mm -hmm. And so she's like, oh, are you, are you all red? Um, which I think is a reasonable thing for her to ask because most of the Adem have the same color hair, right? Yeah, but like, we have asking... had them described to us as all having, like relatively the same color eyes yes. and relatively the same color hair. Yes, that's true. Um, so it makes sense that someone from a culture where everybody has very similar features, that they would think that in the other culture, they would also have very similar features. Yes. Um, I appreciate that she is a curious kid. Um, yeah. I think it is interesting that, uh, that Rothfuss adds in that she wants to touch his hair. Also, the idea of the hair looking like metal. Like, I feel like I've never seen a ginger and thought, oh, yeah, their hair looks like metal. When it's, like, caught in the sun and it shines? Yeah, I don't know. All hair shines in the sun. Yeah, but it's not also a color that metal could be. Yeah, I guess. It's a copper color. Copper is metal. Maybe. Um, yeah, I guess if you'd never seen it before, I guess I can kind of see that. Um, I mean, interesting that 
she compares it to metal and the reddest metal is copper and copper has certain associations in this world. Mm, this is true. Mm, that feels like that feels like a thing that occurred that was convenient but not super on purpose or do you think Rothfuss chose copper because it's kind of ginger? I don't know. Ah, oh, no, am- that's too much to think about. I am shrugging my shoulders elaborately. Don't don't do that. You're not a crackpot theory human. <laughs> Aren't I? Jordana? Nick's not here today. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I am okay. I'm gonna. I feel like, like okay. So what what would be if we could ask Rothfuss the question about about this to do with the hair and the metal? Would the question be, did you pick copper as the mystery metal? that is weird about naming because it's a metal that is like quotes hair. That is a question we could ask. Okay. I'm going to write that down. I want to actually return. The day we meet Rothfuss. (laughs) I want to return to the top of the page to what we were just talking about, whether Bashit was making fun of him, because now I'm actually starting to think, that she's not, and that Quoth is just primed to think that he's being made a mockery of because he is being made to fight a little girl. Because he also, like, he also says pointedly, I noticed Vashet hadn't specified I couldn't be mocked for other reasons. So you could read this as Quoth being just, like, overly sensitive and looking for reasons to think that he's being made fun of. Yes. I think that that is a very plausible read he thinks Bashat's trying to make fun of him from every direction when really perhaps it's just him yeah could it could yep. be all in his head yep which means that i was right about the little girl no <laughs> do you have anything else you want to say on this one um sort of uh, I wanted to, I wasn't quite done with my hair comment. Oh yeah, sorry. Go on. Um, so uh, she asks if she can touch it, uh, and uh, like to touch someone's hair. I think like the ADEM aren't really they don't consider like touch to be terribly intimate. But like, I don't I don't know if uh, if like. Quoth would I, I didn't know how Quoth would react to this. I genuinely did not know if he would put his head down to have it be touched or if he would be like, nah, that's my personal space. Does like Quoth, I didn't like I wasn't Quoth sure how as, it would go. <laughs> does Quoth strike you as someone who's particularly protective of his personal space? I suppose not. But I don't know. Maybe it's just because like I'm a space person, so I was like thinking that maybe he would also be a space person but i guess not yeah i suppose he's not a terrible terribly space person fine never mind moot point (laughs) but lots of people lots of people have feelings about other people touching their hair so yeah no i I, i'm not saying that this is like not a a concern worth raising but it doesn't strike it strikes me as totally in character for quoth who i think we've also shown is kind of consistently friendly to children very reasonable yes and this is a kid it's different than an adult asking yeah okay yeah good good excellent good all right let's uh let's have a letter shall we okay just a small one 
as a no. treat. What? Uh, this letter is from Grace from Jersey uh, on the subject of trauma and the unknown. Hey guys, working hard to get caught up and finally finished the first book last month. I'm on page 183 where you had a discussion about is trauma trauma if you don't know it. For some insight there, I had what I used to admit as a tumultuous childhood. I felt I had dealt with a lot of aspects of it, but I suffer from anxiety, so I started therapy a couple of years ago. My first few sessions, I learned that my reactions to a lot of things were, in fact, not at all healthy. I didn't understand why I kept striking off my upbringing, saying someone always had it worse, which is also a trauma response, as Nick said. She taught me that if trauma happens, oftentimes when it is continuous and just part of your life, it's difficult to recognize, but your brain will compensate the best it can by creating these unhealthy responses. Fast forward to two years later when we recognize something and I laugh because I know exactly where it's from. Recognizing the trauma doesn't erase it or change anything, just helps you try and build more healthy responses. I really appreciated the conversation around this and the continual times when it gets pointed out when reading that Quoth is experiencing a trauma response. It actually helped me recognize more things I need to work through by being like, oh, I do that too. These are real issues carefully and beautifully handled in this wonderful series, and it is echoed by you guys in your care, questions, and understanding. Thanks for creating more safe spaces. Also, it feels like bizarre world listening to you guys talk about quarantining while we just celebrated the start of 2023. A nice capture of a moment in time. Keep up the good work. Grace from Jersey. Well, Grace, thank you so much uh, for sharing that with us. And uh, thank you for writing us such a kind letter. Uh, One of the things I think we read fiction for and one of the things that I think it can have such an impact on is like showing us experiences that other people are having that are very different from ours and showing us experiences that people are having that are just like us for real, you know? And I think that the combination of those two things can happen in the same character and it can, you know, it can help it us both realize a mirror and a window. Yeah. That's, that's such a good turn of phrase, Jordana. That's exactly right. Um, and I think that fiction at its best can help us, as you have said, kind of figure out stuff about ourselves and and not in a like after school special teach us a lesson but give us new perspectives that we can take out into the world with us i agree with all of that and say mirror and a window was all i had to add that was that was a good response (laughs) well that's going to be our episode title and uh, you can mirror in a window. All right. I'm picking all the episode titles this week. You sure are. And you'll pick tomorrow's one as well on another page. Uh, The wind.